Countrywide on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by the Irish Farmers Journal. Now with our highest ever readership of 321,000 weekly readers. But first, thousands of farmers and contractors gathered in Punchestown this week for the return of the Farm Machinery Show. Millions of euro worth of shiny new tractors, machines and harvesters were on show. And a man that knows all about it is Noel Dunn, machinery editor with the Irish Farmers Monthly. Well, a very good morning to you and your listeners, Damien. I'm down here at the uh, Farm Machinery Show in Punchestown. Two absolutely fantastic days of weather. But just a little bit of background to the machinery industry in Ireland. The Irish Farm Machinery Industry employs over 10,000 people. 6,000 of those is in manufacturing. It's worth 677 million plus per annum. Our export market is worth over 200 million per annum. A fair chunk of change. And it doesn't matter whether you're a baker or a cheesemaker, it all starts with a piece of farm machinery. Well, now we're on we're on our walkabout, and I'm joined here by Liam Haid, who is area sales manager for a New Holland Tractors. I'm standing here beside the methane-powered tractor, which is making its debut in Ireland. Uh, am I right in saying that? Correct. Yeah, that's the first time we've shown it in the Republic. So, the methane product has been in development since 2013. We had our first working prototype back then. We've had it commercially available shortly after Agritechnica in 2019. The issue is, very little point in bringing a machine to market when there's not fuel ready for it. But fortunately we've had developments in that in the last two to three years and there are feasible methane or biomethane uh, fueling infrastructure in place now. So it's quite, quite prevalent in trucks. Um, there's several big institutions around Ireland using methane powered trucks. So that infrastructure has helped us then bring in the tractors. As time goes by, methane will be more available on farms. It'll be indigenous. We'll be producing our own methane and that makes this prospect very, very interesting. No so problems. if I was right to check for you now, how much would that tractor cost me, say, without methane? Diesel version, approximately tractors are like cars, spec can vary, but run of the mill, you'd be talking somewhere in the region of 100,000 at the moment. So 100,000, so it's say I want to go methane. You'll be talking around 120, so it's 100. about a 20% premium. <laughs> Just to simplify it, how will we harvest methane down here in the Republic of Ireland? So me- biomethane is, is present in a lot of places. I mean, it's been a bit of a buzzword for a while now with climate change and various different things, and we've all heard the stories about cows belching, but it doesn't always necessarily have to be a dirty gas. So it's quite common in Europe, you've heard of anaerobic digestion or biodigesters so very simply put it's, it's a big concrete cow stomach you introduce food waste you introduce various different bits and pieces you create a large chemical reaction which the output of that chemical reaction is gas that gas is captured and it's injected into the grid in germany in france and a lot of these places and it's used as chp combined heat and power and it's powering school schools offices towns the other part of the solution is fugitive methane so rather than producing it we try and capture the methane that's trying to escape which is these cow farts you know for want of a better term it's 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 not as difficult as you might think but the problem is we need to find a way to capture that methane so there's a very simple process being pioneered in the uk at the moment with an above ground slurry store you put a canopy so to speak on top of the above ground slurry store Simply put, you introduce the bacteria to your slurry store and it captures the gas off of that. So you don't even need a digester. So there is potential with indigenous methane that we're creating through biodigesters and different things, but also capturing this fugitive methane, which has the benefit of that when we're capturing it, it's not escaping to the atmosphere and it's better in the, for the environment, forgetting what we're doing with lower emissions with gas versus diesel. So there's a lot of benefits to it. 
Well, I'm here now at the, at the Coon Centre Ireland stand and I'm joined by Managing Director Rosari Crowley. A very good morning, Rosari. Good morning, Noel. Also, you are um, a massive, massive Ferguson dealer down in County Cork. How has tractor been sales, sales been like uh, for you uh, this year? Uh, so far to date, they've been quite strong. Um, there are the obvious issues in terms of supply and lead time, but the demand has been there um, and long may it continue. continue. What sector is buying? Is it dairy, uh, beef, uh, is, it, is it mixed farming? Uh, a bit of everything. Dairy, I suppose, is quite strong at the moment given the price of milk and so on, but we see, we're seeing sales right across the board. Okay, well, we've just wandered down another little bit and I'm joined here by Stephen Scrivener, who is Sales and Marketing Director of Farmhand. Now, Farmhand's a very well-known business, family-run business for years. They're main important distributors and a very successful fast-part business and much, much more besides. What challenges are facing importers like yourself now on, on getting in machines? Yeah, there's huge delays in supply, like machines that we will be have a lead time of one to two months has now gone to 10 to 12 even uh, a year and a half for some of the machines. So it's quite difficult for us to estimate demand to give the factories the orders. And then the, the pricing is fairly erratic as well. There could be 10, 20% difference in what we're ordering now versus in six months time. So that's our game is trying to um, make sure that we have the right amount of stock and we're buying one, two years in advance. And yeah, that's what we're all about, having the stock so people can get it when they need it. Well, I've now arrived at one of the poster people of the Irish farm machinery industry and I'm joined by Owen Clark, who is marketing executive of, uh, executive of McHale. So McHale Engineering, we're, we're based in Ballinrobe in County Mayo. Um, we're, we're specialists in, in grass line range of products, but in particular our focus on round balers, round bale wrappers, square bale wrappers. More recent years we've got into mowers, rakes, straw blowing and silage feeding equipment. So. As such, we, we offer a grassline range there for the customer and for the dealer. We're shipping to about 55 countries worldwide. We're, we're, there's a machine working at any given day of the year around the world. So once we finish up the summer here in, in, in Europe and Ireland, all takes off in New Zealand where we'll be doing a bit more testing on products and everything else and an R&D team shoot down there and uh, get things tested. Uh, well, as we move along, actually, I'm passing the Furlong Agri Stand and actually I've popped in to speak to Noel Furlong, who is MD of Furlong uh, Equipment Services Limited down in County Leash. Tell me this much and tell me no more. Tillage farming this year on the backdrop of increasing prices. How is it? Where is it? And where will it be by the end of harvest? Will prices be good? Difficult to call Noel at the minute because, I mean, prices went ballistic during the, during the season. Some will say that's where they need to be, but personally, I think it's probably a bit too high for prices at the minute. Um, or not at the minute, but in the whole industry, I think it's it's they went out of reach of everyone. Like of, because, as well as selling into the market, I produce grain, I sell into the market, but the people at the other end has to buy it. So if I'm too high trying to sell in, I can't sell my grain. So it has to be some sort of a happy medium cost. But like on the on the other side of it, you have a lot of expense. Diesel has gone to the moon, our fuels have gone up, our machinery's gone up, our spare parts has gone up, or every input we have is gone to the moon at the minute so yeah look it's, it's a difficult time for farmers but I think farmers also need to think outside the box a little bit as well and look at different methods of, of getting crops in the ground and everything as well like you know because technology has moved so much and I think farmers need to move with technology a bit more as well to try and make those savings and everything to allow for the, the in, in the market like as well like you know what I mean I think that's 
where, and I think this show is really good for that. Like a lot of lot of things around when you look around, you can really cut costs on, on your production. Like you know what I mean. Apart from costs and input costs, uh, if what are the other big challenges facing facing tillage farmers going forward? Okay, so the big the big things I can see is all new nitrates, directives, and all that coming in. So basically, you know, I mean, f- uh, farming environmentally, which we've been doing like with you know I mean to, to probably sell me my Clayton drill as well and, and talk about it like but you know I mean when we adopted that whatever geez it must have been 10 12 years ago now at this stage um, like it was a whole new uh, basically non-version tillage so we're, we're retaining carbon within the soil which we've done carbon tests over the last number of years and we're off the moon with carbon retention you know I mean our fossil fuel burn because we're using a lot less fuel and everything is right down so we're and the other thing as well because the way we're farming we have a lot more ecology we're looking after our bugs in our soil we're looking after our soil we're not any leaching or anything like that because we have soil structure in because we're not tilling up and cultivating all our soils to produce crops and we're producing very good crops with our new establishment methods like you know what i mean so there's a lot going on there i think that needs to be looked at more that i think you know, I mean a lot of things that's being said in the media and everything about that they need to look at what farmers are doing farmers are doing a lot it's easy point to far- point the finger at the farm and go oh the farming sector blah 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 and this is doing this and another but the farming sector is a lot more far farther than the think trust yeah. me listen all thank you so much indeed have a good show you too all thanks very much take care that was Noel Dunn, machinery editor with the Irish Farmers Monthly magazine, reporting from the Farm Machinery Show, which took place on Wednesday and Thursday at Punchestown. And many thanks to Michael Farley and Dear McClarage of the FTMTA team uh, and the FTMTA team for their great hospitality there during the week. And great to see so many people back out and about at an event like that.